Bowles. Today we'll be talking about social media friendships. On Midnight Vowels episode 2, I discussed some broad concepts about social media, and in episode 6, I explored the notion of weak ties. However, in today's episode, I'll be delving into a distinct area that includes both of those topics. This episode will revolve around social media and friendships. To provide some context for this episode, I'll let you know that on Facebook, I have around 270 friends, and on Instagram, I have 125 followers. Personally, I would consider these numbers to be relatively normal or average, though I would say that a lot of people in my social networks tend to have higher numbers for the most part. I think it's important to note that someone listening on this podcast could have a different opinion. Maybe they might think that I have a lot of friends, or maybe they might think that these numbers are actually pretty low for their standards. So yeah, there's just a little bit of context for you. For me, I remember in high school and in college, I would actively add new friends on Facebook all the time, and the same would go for those that I interacted with. It was kind of a period where if you met someone once or twice, casually during a study session, or at a retreat, or converse with each other during a club meeting, it was generally acceptable or even expected that you would receive or extend a friend invite in the next couple of days afterwards. It was basically a time when you had a high chance of running into that person again on campus or at events, So interaction was very likely to some extent, and it made sense to be connected on social media as well. After college and in recent years, I've done friendless purges. I've, you know, deleted people every now and then, and I've also noticed that my friend count goes down too from other people deleting me as well. I would say that the number of people that I've actively deleted over the years due to an actual reason, like I actually had a reason that I pinpointed them for deleting them, is very low. Maybe less than 10 people altogether. For the other people that I have deleted, it's just a case of not interacting much with them in real life initially, feeling uncomfortable peeking into their lives since we weren't close friends to begin with in the first place, Also, not sure how to interact with them on an online level, and also kind of not knowing if they remember me, to be honest. So in summary, it's me deleting people because time has passed, and I'm not sure how or if I can still interact with someone through social media. And it generally doesn't have anything to do with anything that the person has done or said, and they haven't impacted me somehow in order to spur me to do that. And I think this is kind of a strange and unique issue to our generation and future generations as a result of social media use. If I strip my friend list down to those who I actually interact with on a regular basis, the number would be very low. But part of social media is keeping up with those people who you don't normally interact with, right? So... It's kind of just that gray area that comes with using social media. It's not black and white of, oh, I'm friends with this person or I'm not friends with this person. It's like, you know, there's levels to it. 
and it's hard for me to form the right words to describe my jumbled thoughts, but here's a couple of things that I often think of when it comes to my friend list. So number one, I'll think of, am I holding on to just a memory of the past? By following or staying friends with someone, I'm basically just watching their life from a distance. Kind of like in The Truman Show, if you've seen that movie with Jim Carrey. Does it make sense for me to keep them as a friend if I'm just viewing them from the outside and not interacting with them at all? Number two, I've had lots of experiences where I will randomly comment or interact with an old friend on social media, or it's the case of the other way around where they've reached out to me or they've commented on something I've posted and it sparks up more recent interactions with each other. This is something that would not have had a chance of happening if I had deleted them. So for my existing acquaintances on my friend list, does it make sense to keep them as a friend? Number three, on the opposite end of the spectrum, sometimes I find myself liking or commenting on someone else's posts without receiving interactions back myself when I post stuff. And that's not that I feel like I'm entitled to anything back, but sometimes it can feel one-sided. So in that instance, does it make sense to keep them as a friend? And number four, how do you interact with someone who doesn't post any updates? It can feel awkward reaching out to someone, and oftentimes I might randomly just think of someone and want to reach out and just check in with them, but honestly, I'm usually never in the mood to get someone's entire life update or update them on my own life or to organize a meetup or something like that. So for people who rarely post any updates on social media, does it make sense to keep them as a friend? You might already be familiar with the concept of Dunbar's number. This is a theory that supposes that we can only really maintain about 150 connections at once. And these connections are referenced as stable social relationships. These 150 connections are the main number of the theory, but according to the internet, there are other numbers that are relevant to this theory as well. So according to this random BBC article that I pulled up when I was looking up Dunbar's number, it says 150 alone doesn't tell the whole story. Other numbers are nested within the social brain hypothesis too. According to the theory, the tightest circle has just five people, loved ones. That's followed by successive layers of 15 good friends, 50 friends, 150 meaningful contacts, 500 acquaintances, and 1,500 people you can recognize. People migrate in and out of these layers, but the idea is that space has to be carved out for any new entrance. And depending on how you interpret this in the perspective of social media, you could argue in support of keeping fewer or greater number of friends linked with you on social media, depending on your end goal. If you want meaningful contacts only, then staying around 150 could potentially be a good number to aim for. Or if you like a more robust contact list, then a higher number of people will still be good for you. But you should acknowledge that these mainly comprise of weak tie connections. They're not all friends that you're going to be in contact with all the time and have deeper connections with. Obviously, if you're taking social networking literally, then of course the higher number of connections you have to network, then the more resources you have available to you. 
By the way, uh, regarding Dunbar's number, a caveat on that is that it's not necessarily widely accepted as a theory, but it is referenced quite a lot. So it's generally something, that number of 150 is something that people will refer to a lot when you talk about friend lists and friend circles. So what do you think? Have you had similar thoughts to mine before? Or are you someone who has not really taken the time to think about this much? Maybe this is the first time you really thought about social media friendships as much as I have. I'm sure there are people out there who rarely ever think about or even look at their friend lists, and I hope that in this entire podcast episode, I don't come off as self-centered. I certainly don't think of myself as anyone of importance, and I don't approach this with a sense of superiority of like, oh, who has the privilege of remaining my friend? If anything, it's me doing the opposite and mentally trying to justify whether I add any value to someone's social life by remaining virtual friends with them. In any case, I'd be interested in hearing your thoughts. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at MidnightVowels. And don't forget to follow me on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. If there's a rating option on the platform, then please add some stars and some reviews. And thank you for listening to Midnight Owls. I'll talk to you next time. Bye!